five national championships, five gold medals, 42 years of sustained excellence. Welcome to Leadership Lessons from the Go, a special series on the Ed Leader Podcast featuring your host, Dr. Rob Jackson, with special guest, JJ Jackson. Let's go. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Ed Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Jackson. I want to thank you for spending time with me today. I want to also thank you for the incredible support, words of encouragement, and words of affirmation you have shared about the special series, Leadership Lessons from the Go. My son, JJ, and I have had a great time throughout the season, starting before the season started, episodes during the season, and the most recent episode, right before the final four, chronicling the journey of Coach K's final season, even as we were working through his leadership lessons in the book that he wrote titled Leading with the Heart. I look forward to this wrap-up episode as we consider life at Duke without Coach K as we consider all the lessons he has left for us as leaders regardless of our field. But for now, let's go. JJ, buddy, how are you, man? Dad, I'm excited. It's exciting to kind of put a conclusion to this special series that we've been doing on the Ed Leader Podcast. We mentioned uh, chronicling the final year of Coach K being the head coach of the Duke men's basketball team. And similar to that, this has been basically a year-long project between you and I. So it's kind of cool to think about how long ago it was we started and where we're at today finishing it. So, Dad, I'm doing well. Uh, As always, it's good to chat with you. Absolutely, son. You know, several weeks have gone by since the last game that Coach K coached. Some of that was just simply by need and design, because I don't think either you or I were ready to talk about his final game when the buzzer sounded on his final game. And so time has passed. You continued with your very busy career as a play-by-play announcer and as a radio host and as a podcast broadcaster, certainly in the school system, we've continued forward as we get to the very busy time towards the end of the school year, but we've had the opportunity now to kind of reflect on and dwell on Coach K is no longer the coach of Duke basketball. And so as you consider that, how is that washing over you? You don't, you don't know what it's like to not have Coach K as the coach of Duke basketball. Yeah. And I mean, I could start to give away your age, dad, and think about the fact that, you know, he did this for just over four decades and two years. But uh, you're right. My entire life, he has been the head coach of the Duke men's basketball team. So this is definitely different. It's interesting to see Mike Krzyzewski jump in uh, and no longer be the head coach as John Shire takes over the program. You know, we've been talking about it's going to happen, it's going to happen, when it happens, it will happen, and now it has happened, and we have the opportunity to reflect on all that did happen. And so let's get the painful out of the way. You did a great job on our previous episode of sharing with our listeners Duke's run through the tournament. They had to play Michigan State, who the last time they played in the tournament beat them. They had to play Arkansas, who the last time they played in the tournament beat them. They had to play on the West Coast, where they had not won a tournament game. And 
we talked about how painful that was. And so adversity on adversity on adversity, they made it all the way to the final four. We were feeling incredibly confident knowing that our greatest rival was waiting there for us. Buddy, how did that game go? Yeah, unfortunately for Duke, it did not go their way. They lost to North Carolina. The Tar Heels did end Coach K's career, which is uh, unfortunately in, in many aspects, many ways you look at it, could be the ultimate trump card in any argument. Uh, so a, a tough loss for Duke for the season to come to a close. And uh, those images that we've got mentally of Coach K walking off the floor for one final time, I think are going to be engraved in our brains forever. Absolutely. You know, and you're exactly right. And I wish that it were true that we would not be in a place where every conversation we have with Carolina fans from now on, they're going to bring up the fact that in the final game, Carolina beat Coach K. And we just have to live with that. They have the trump card. It is what it is. And we move on. And so as painful as it is, we move on. But we have the opportunity in this moment to be able to reflect on an amazing career. As we said in the opening, national championships, gold medals, now 13 Final Fours. And quite frankly, JJ, if we went back to the start of the season when we were imagining what might be, if we said to ourselves then, we know that we're going to win an ACC regular championship for the first time in forever, and we're going to go to the Final Four, we would have been so excited to hear that, right? Absolutely. I mean, if you just kind of keep in mind or take out the opponent that you had to play in the final four, I think you sign up for it every single time. And in a lot of ways, regardless of the opponent, you would still want that opportunity. It was an amazing season to sit there and think about the first ACC championship since 2006, as you were alluding to and doing the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast where I'm talking about Duke basketball basically five days a week. I've had a lot of moments of reflection. I've talked to a lot of various members of the Duke media about that final season. And so it's been a whole lot of fun to kind of reminisce on what they were able to accomplish in Coach K's final year. There's no question. And, you know, JJ, as I think about it, you know, it is a remarkable season. You know, sometimes when we think about leaders, particularly leaders who've served a really long time, there seems to be almost a decline in their intensity, a decline, and maybe their willingness to bring it, in some ways a decline in their ability to lead. But if we take that piece and we consider Coach K's final season after 42 years of coaching, he's coming on the hills, entering this his last season, coming on the hills of what happened the previous year, JJ? Set the stage. So what the year before his last year, how does Duke do? Yeah, again, Duke doesn't make the NCAA tournament for the first we mentioned this being the first time in my life that Coach K is not the head coach of Duke Men's basketball. For the first time in my life last year, Duke Men's basketball didn't make the NCAA tournament. It hadn't happened previously. Uh, since March 1995, and I came into the world in November of 1995. So that 2020-2021 basketball season was really surreal for people to uh, in the Duke community to experience the team not being able to qualify for the NCAA tournament. So uh, players transferred, players went on to the NBA draft, and a couple of guys came back for one more year. Plus for Duke, the number one recruiting class, the motivation of Coach K's final season, they were all able to put it together and it turned into an amazing Final Four season for Duke. 
That's exactly right. And that's the piece that I don't want us to lose as a takeaway in terms of a leadership lesson. Duke has one of their worst years on the court since probably 1995 and a a year, like you said, that they didn't make the tournament. You'd never experienced that. And then he says, I'm coming back for one more year. And in the one more year he comes back for, they win the ACC championship. They go to the final four. That's absolutely outstanding. I think in some ways it's like hitting the the three-point shot to win the championship. Now, they didn't win the championship we wanted, but it's really that kind of level from the standpoint of going out on top. And clearly, he went out on top as a coach, as a as a Western champion, uh, winning the Western region. And so um, it's just absolutely outstanding in terms of being able to maintain that level of excellence decade after decade. Great finish to his Hall of Fame career, going to his 13th Final Four. Uh, Would have been spectacular to close it out with the sixth national championship, but we'll sign up for the finish that we had. It was a great year for Coach K. There's no question. There's no question. And so, you know, we're going to leave the the basketball um, uh, behind or at least set it to the side and kind of really think through and dig into a little bit of the leadership lessons to kind of wrap up this series. And so I want to go back to this book and I'm really want to recommend to the listeners of of Ed Leader, uh, Coach K's books. He's written several, but this book, Leading with the Heart, really speaks to to my heart as an educator and I think to the heart of educators in terms of really allowing our heart to lead us in leadership. And throughout the book, he has what are titled Coach K's Tips. And as we get to the end of the book, and he's kind of laid it out like it's a season in terms of the way the book reads, the end of the book, the end of the season, and he begins a chapter titled Life. And as he's giving his Coach K's tips for life, he talks about touch people's hearts with sincerity and eloquence. Touch people's hearts. And so over the course of several of our episodes, we've teased, to use an industry term from your industry, we've teased a story um, that's near and dear to to my heart and near and dear to your heart. On our first episode in the series, we talked about your opportunity to meet Coach K and how amazing he was when you were a fifth grader and diagnosed with cancer. Uh, but I want to talk about when you met Coach K in a meaningful way um, the second time. And so um, I'll, I'll kind of preface it and then I'm going to let you kind of run with it. And so uh, Josh was a fifth grader, was diagnosed with cancer after having never missed a day of school. And it was absolutely one of the most gut-wrenching, toughest things uh, that we had gone through ever as a family before or since. Um, and we were so blessed when um, you were pronounced cancer-free and we moved on into life, only to find as you were beginning to enter eighth grade that cancer was back and there was a second journey into cancer ahead of us. Uh, but this time, we would have to um, go through a journey as a family. You would have to go through a journey as a patient, unlike the first journey, because it was now uh, cancer that had returned. And so they had to fight it with everything they had. That include, um, they included a stem cell transplant where we spent six weeks at the UNC Cancer Hospital. And by the way, for Duke fans and Carolina fans, it was quite fun to see all of the Duke paraphernalia covering that room at UNC uh, cancer hospital and the uh, nurse is giving you a hard time about your love of Duke. But um, beyond that, you had to have proton radiation. 
And so proton radiation was scheduled in Jacksonville, Florida. And that meant that you and I had to move to Jacksonville, Florida uh, for about a month while you had treatment there, that proton radiation therapy, um, which itself was a bit scary. But in the midst of that, something I think absolute miraculous happened. Pick it up there, buddy, and talk to us about what happened in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, just a, a crazy story kind of looking back on everything. As you said, it's it's fun to, um, I don't know the fun's the right word, but just to, to reflect on everything that we've been through. And you mentioned the first time being diagnosed in 2007, spring break of my fifth grade year, and then uh, the third day of school in eighth grade being diagnosed. And so uh, you factor in some chemotherapy done back home in Asheville, North Carolina, and then a six-week period in Chapel Hill turning the calendar into January of 2010 and then the four weeks that we spent in Jacksonville. I mean, it was a whirlwind of a year, um, missing all of my eighth grade year for the most part. Uh, but when we were in Jacksonville going to proton radiation therapy every day, uh, we were watching the 2010 ACC tournament as I was getting towards the end of my treatment. So I was fortunately very close to being finished with my proton radiation and we watched the ACC tournament championship where Duke won the ACC title. It was actually John Shire, who's now the new head coach for Duke basketball, who hit a game-clinching three-pointer. It wasn't a buzzer beater. It wasn't at the end. But uh, to close it out, to get the win solidified for Duke, he had a big three-pointer. And you surprised me, Dad, with some NCAA tournament tickets. And you had told me that uh, the doctors had cleared it for us to be able to go to the first and second round of the NCAA tournament. And we were just so excited that I was going to get to do something outside. I mean, for the most part, to let people know in Jacksonville, we were staying in an apartment and we would go to radiation and we would go right back to the apartment after it was over. There wasn't a whole lot of time out and about uh, while I was going through that treatment, but they had allowed me to go to this tournament. And then we started to sit there and know that on championship Sunday, Later that night would be the Selection Sunday show, and it would be pretty cool if Duke were placed in Jacksonville, if they were selected to go play basketball games in Jacksonville. And at the time, no one knows where you're going to be seated come Selection Sunday. And uh, You just knew that I like college basketball, Dad, and that would be something fun for us to do. And by the grace of God, the Blue Devils were selected to go to Jacksonville, Florida, and I was just so excited that I was going to get to go do that. Uh, and then the next thing you know, the Krzyzewski family reaches out to you and knew that we were in Jacksonville for treatment and for Coach K and his family to communicate through you while I was going through treatment, Dad, and invite us to um, go to the games with them for you to sell those tickets back and get money back for that. I mean, it was just uh, so generous for the Krzyzewski family to do that and to be able to be there for their first two games of the NCAA tournament against Arkansas, Pine Bluff, and Cal. You can fact check me on that. I love Duke basketball so much. I know to this day who those opponents were. And that year, Duke went on to win the national championship. I mean, it was just absolutely amazing. And it's a story that you and I talk about quite frequently because it was so awesome. So, and thank you for, for running that down, JJ. So just to kind of unpack that a little bit, we're in Jacksonville. There's one of six places at that time where you can get proton radiation. It happened to be the closest to where we live. So we wind up in Jacksonville, Florida. It happens that there's going to be 
um, a, a tournament site in Jacksonville that your timing of your proton radiation is such that the doctors approve with lots of stipulations that you're going to be able to, to go to the tournament. I'm able to get tickets in the nosebleed section, and, and we're looking forward to uh, being able to be out and about. And you mentioned that our days were proton radiation therapy um, and then back to the apartment. And part of that was because you were in a very vulnerable state as you're going through proton radiation. So we couldn't be out and about. And thankfully, your numbers um, in terms of your blood counts, et cetera, were such that they were going to allow us to go to um, that tournament. And as I recall, and interestingly, thinking about it in 2022, you were wearing a mask. And there, when we were walking around, uh, there weren't many uh, kids walking around with little hair and mask on. And so I definitely stood out. Yeah. Yeah. There was no question you were standing out. But to have um, Coach K and his family reach out, first of all, it points to the family keeping track of your journey. And this is now three years later, and they're still keeping track of your journey. So that dedication leaders to a project are really leading with the heart shows. And, and by the way, I'm sure Coach K has done that for many families and many people, but you don't read those stories because he doesn't do it for for. Press. He doesn't do it. There's no PR stories about look what Coach K is doing. And he does it for all the right reasons, which is why it touches me so much. But through his administrative ass assistant, her name is Jerry, shout out Jerry. Um, they reach out and say, hey, by the way, love to invite JJ if he'll be able to attend and love to have him sit with our family. And so we were at the NCAA tournament for games one and two for Duke University playing. As you said, John Shire is on the court as a player um, and you get to sit with his grandchildren. And I very vividly recall you sitting there and chatting with his grandchildren and laughing and having snacks with his grandchildren. But before we, you know, the games were great. I don't even know that we need to talk about how the games played out. They won those games, obviously, because they went on to win the national championship. But we were there for the first shoot around. Um, and so the Duke players, um, as they do for shoot arounds, they come out onto the court and they begin shooting the ball. They're, they're getting ready to go into their warm up or their, their practice, uh, which is what a shoot around is. And, and that's the way it happens at Duke. When you go to a game there, you see the players first. And then Coach K comes out. Coach K comes out in Jacksonville in this big arena where they're about to, to uh, play a game on the next day or something. We're there for shoot around. And what's the first thing he does, Jay? He comes over and uh, says hello to me, checks on me and told me he was glad that I made it there and uh, just wanted to check in and make sure everything was okay with me. So um, pretty awesome that that was uh, what happened as soon as he comes out onto the floor. It's, it's beyond incredible. Because yeah. We've been talking to Jerry, you know, you never know. Does Coach K really know everything that's going on? And yeah. he literally – comes over into the stands where we're sitting to talk to you, to check on you, to coach you up a little bit. But then he returns to go back to the team and, and, and coach practice. And it was interesting because then all kinds of folks are looking at you. And as I recall, a TV crew came over to talk to you. You know, who is this kid that Coach K is talking to, that sort of thing. But just that level of really love, right, and, and, and leadership and – and to his point, touch people's hearts. And so you and I are Duke fans because we love basketball and we love uh, winning basketball team and all those things. 
but I'm a fan for life of Coach K because of what I witnessed personally in our lives in terms of his reaching out to a, a young person, to a child when you first were diagnosed, and then continuing to be a part of the journey and 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 continuing to make a difference in your life. It was just absolutely special. It was. And and just to know the relationship has has still been there. There have been check-ins throughout the years with their family, um, which has been great. We can add that, uh, you know, several years later in 2015, uh, funny enough, in, in Duke's next national championship run, we went to the NCAA tournament in Charlotte uh, to watch Duke play their first round game against Robert Morris that season. And we're just sitting there and, and you got tickets, dad. And uh, my brother Elijah was able to go with us. So that was a whole lot of fun for him to be on that trip. And we were able to run into the Shashevsky family. Didn't get a chance to chat with Coach K that night, but ran into the family. Um, and they were asking how I was doing and how everyone in the family was doing because it wasn't just me that they liked to catch up on. It was even my brother. It was you. It was my mom. It was just everybody uh, that they had a great relationship with. So um, just a, another note on how amazing Coach K has been to us personally how amazing he's been to Duke basketball. And finally, that you and I need to go to more Duke NCAA tournament games because they happen to win national championships when we show up, Dad. That's what happened this year. We did not go to a tournament <laughs> game. And so, you know, we got to the Final Four, but not all the way. So it's it's, it's our fault. You know, um, Joshua, and, and who are we at the end of the day, right? I mean, we are like everyone else, of course, and we're just people. But Coach K cared about people. And his family cared about people. It was his entire family, particularly his oldest daughter, Debbie Savarino, who was just so wonderful to, to check on you and to communicate with us. And so what a very special person for all that he did for you and coaching you up and encouraging you and for allowing us to be in the moment with his family during that game in 2010 in Jacksonville during both games to sit with his grandchildren and then as you said, in 2015, to have the chance to talk with his family yet again, just absolutely special. And so as we think about Coach K and, and this concept of leading with the heart and this concept of family, he coaches his final game. And we see this image of him walking out hand in hand with his wife, which was really just a beautiful, beautiful image. And and thinking about, you know, he's coached his last game and he walks out with, with Nikki Krzyzewski, his wife, and uh, the most important person in his life, I'm sure, along with his children and grandchildren. But just, just very, very special. And they have the end-of-season banquet, which is typical. Talk to me about that in terms of how the players and the team recognize Coach K going into his retirement. Yeah, I mean, really, there's just one moment at the end that we'll touch on here that was significant because, again, in, in typical Coach K fashion, Dad, surprisingly, one, there's not overwhelmingly a lot of footage of this banquet because they do want to keep that sort of private within the team and that sort of thing. But secondly, Coach K doesn't really want it, again, in this moment, to be about him and wants to celebrate the fact that his team went on to the Final Four. But John Shire being who he is and being a great leader himself, and I think will continue to do that in his next stage as the next head coach, uh, had a very thoughtful gesture for Coach K and his family and actually brought out a puppy to him uh, at the very end of the banquet. Dad, Coach K made it known that his golden retriever, Blue, had passed away just prior 
to the season starting. And so the Shire family and the Duke basketball family gifted Coach K and his wife a new puppy named Coach that they're now able to uh, have running around their house in Durham. And I thought that was really cool as a little send-off gift for him. Yeah, it was phenomenal. You know, the picture's in the video, and you can see at least that moment, but of him holding this puppy and this puppy licking his face, and you just <laughs> see that smile on his face. He's clearly automatically, instantly in love with this puppy named Coach, and I can only imagine how much fun they're having with that. JJ, going through the book, Leading with the Heart, going through this final season with Coach K, really trying to tease out some of the leadership lessons from the GOAT has just been absolutely rewarding to me to have the opportunity to spend some time with you recording this series. Buddy, what kind of takeaways do you have from from our conversations from his final year from Coach K as a leader? It's just been really awesome to to kind of be a Duke basketball fan my whole life and to be able to walk into a world in which the best college basketball coach of all time is Mike Krzyzewski. He's the man that I'm rooting for to have the personal relationships and interactions that I've had, but also to kind of learn all these leadership lessons. We teased these books and I was a kid that uh, was just so obsessed with everything Duke basketball that I read these books in middle school and going into high school. And it's like it, it, in a way, didn't serve the greatest of purposes for me in that stage of life, but I wanted to get my hands on all things Mike Krzyzewski and to have a Duke podcast like I do right now and to be able to bring things full circle. As we said in the very first episode, Dad, it's really cool for me to do this professionally, uh, this podcast space, and to see you take this on as a challenge and to see Ed Leader continue to grow the way it has to be able to team up and do something together has just been amazing. So that's just the one final takeaway that I have. Thank you, buddy. And I appreciate that. And I want to echo that. I'm so proud of what you do on Locked On Blue Devils. And for those who may also be Duke fans, I would certainly encourage you to, to listen to JJ and Locked On Blue Devils. Or if you happen to be an SEC fan or Auburn fan, the work he does with Sports Call Auburn is absolutely awesome. But then here in dad's heart, as I say, my son is awesome. And no surprise there. Coach K in his book says, Again, touch people's hearts with sincerity. He says, pack everything into the moment. The future is always uncertain. And so we had no idea when he took over as the coach of Duke University that there would be four decades on the way. We certainly didn't know that that would happen. Couldn't have known that that happened. But even not knowing, we continue to pack everything into the moment. And we're all the better for it, for the leadership lessons that we've all had the opportunity to learn. JJ, I love you. Thank you for sharing your skill and your wisdom with the listeners of Ed Leader. We'll have to, at some point, figure out a way to get you back on here or as you tease your brother Elijah, who happens to voice the open to the show. We'll have to get Eli in here as well, and we'll really have some fun then. JJ, love you, buddy. Love you, Dad. Thank you so much for letting me do this with you. It's been a whole lot of fun. Thank you for listening to the Ed Leader Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and consider leaving a review with five stars on Apple Podcasts so that we may continue to grow the Ed Leader community. We hope that you have enjoyed your time with Dr. Jackson. Until next time.